yesterday the Royals lost five to four. They had second and third with nobody out in the eighth and didn't score. Well, you know, you know who does that? Bad teams. Bad teams. Yeah. They're playing bad right now. Uh, Although both of us are playing, it bad. was almost at the exact. They just showed a stat on the Royals thing last year. Is like last year, uh, like a week later than this, the Royals are in a two and nine slump. <laughs> Oof! And they had the exact same uh, ERA. <laughs> and we all know how last year ended. Yeah. GG to this season. GG game Ugh. over. Easy. So how do you feel about what the Cubs are doing? Easily the best team in baseball, the Chicago Cubs. As Vegas foretold, mm-hmm. they were the favorites coming into it. They are not disappointing this year, unlike some other teams in the AL yeah, Central. Yeah, they're so good. Why can't they just pitch to Bryce Harper? He's not hitting right now anyway. Oh, that's right, huh? So the Cubs walked him how many times in a four-game series? 13, sir. And they won how Which many is games? a record. All of them. All of them, yes. Yeah. It is a record in a four-game series. I'm shocked Barry Bonds doesn't have that record, right? Because there was the season back when he was hitting all the home runs. Right. The concern was he might not get to 73 home runs, which you think about it. Uh, above the board. Jeez. Legit. There was the concern he couldn't beat Mark McGuire's 70 home runs because they just plain weren't going to throw him enough pitches that he could see. Because every time they would, he'd hit a home run. It's true, but Bryce Harper's, you know, he is a powerful hitter, but... It's not like he's what been is doing he, that. 21, 22 years old? Yeah. He's not on pace for 73 home no, runs this year, Brent. So so do you think this is a mistake? I mean, they did win every game. So, I mean, like, if we just take this small sample it's not size. It's a mistake, but I feel like they could have won the games without walking him every time. Could they? Yeah. Could they? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> it's just like the Cubs are that good. They can get away with doing weird stuff, right? They make doing weird stuff work. You know, sometimes you just have a certain I mean, look, skill level. Jake Arietta. Pitched yesterday. Kind of a good pitch. He ended up watching, walking six times yesterday. Okay. Jake Arrieta, from what everybody says right now, is like the best pitcher in the league, pretty much. It's hard to argue with it at this moment in time. So why is he walking Bryce Harper three times? Respect. Yeah. That's what you do. You respect 22-year-olds, right? Respect my nasty slider and fastball. How about that? Uh, well, Bryce Harper then hits four home runs in that game because... Joe Madden has what we call a uh, a time machine, and he went back and he saw all thirteen of those were supposed to be home runs. Yeah, and that's how I believe he does it. Yeah. Did you know Ray that any ball hit to right field in in New York is just a home run automatically? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Why did something happen in the game that's going on while we I record already, this? They already have two home runs. It's like the second inning in the Yankees Royals game, and they already have two home runs. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So uh, here's the question, though. Talk, really quick, talking about the AL Central because mm-hmm. that's our division. Okay. Are either of our teams, do they even have a chance to catch the Cleveland Indians for second place? Yes. Oh. Yes. They are, both do. Now, the Chicago White Sox doing it with smoke and mirrors. You got to ask the question. Mm-hmm. That team on paper is okay. They're not like 18 and 8 okay. They're pitching really well. And they're, you know. And now they have the Todd Father, your favorite makes player. A big difference, dude. Yeah. He even makes me hate them less. Me. That can't be true. I still hate them, but I hate them less. Because you know what? The You're, Father. Yeah, I was going to say, watch the Chicago White Sox broadcasters when you watch their games. I guarantee you'll be right back to hating them oh, regular sure. amount. Absolutely. Here's the real question. Yes. Will the Detroit Tigers ever beat the Cleveland Indians this year? Because they're right now 0-6. I'm going to go ahead and say, not only will they not beat them this year, mm-hmm. they will never beat them again. They'll never beat them again in history. <laughs> in history. <laughs> Until 300 years from now when they finally like end baseball, because it's a timeless sport. There will be no victories over the Cleveland. I don't understand how one team. How is this work in our division, right? Because mm-hmm. we beat the Royals every single game, and we lose to Cleveland every single game. Well, last year you didn't beat the Royals every single game. We won. No, the, but I mean, doesn't it always series. feel that way though? It feels like uh, you guys beat Cleveland every time, and you beat us, but you lose to we lose to teams. the White Sox yeah. every time. Yeah. We lose to the we split with the Twins. Everyone right. just splits with the Twins or beats them outright. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, everybody. You have made it back to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we're talking some baseball because that's what's going on. And the reason why we're talking about baseball at the top of the show, one, baseball's awesome. Let's just start there. But second off, we have so much to get to in this episode. We didn't get to talk about Bartolo Colon. You want to talk about Super Bartolo Colon Blow? Oh, that was awesome. Hitting you the know, home run. Do you know who he hit it off of? That's what makes it even funnier. I forget. 
James Shields. Oh, that's right, James Shields. You know, got the star of the Kansas City Royals. Well, not he wasn't ever a star for the Royals. Star. <laughs> he was the number one pitcher for the Royals in the year they went to the World Series uh, and jobs. He would have won the World Series if he pitched well in the World Series. That's correct. Two years ago, yeah. and that did not happen. He didn't. And you know what? Uh, he did not pitch well in the World Series this last year, and you guys won it. He didn't play for because he didn't play in the World yeah, Series this last year. Thank you very so much. So he did not pitch well. So he did. He was perfect. He had a my zero logic, ERA. My logic is 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 severe. He had no ERA. He had no. He was not what we call a factor in the game at all. Uh, Bartolo, you got to give it up for doesn't Bartolo Colon, especially in the World Series last year, wasn't he just the face of just just happy to be here? I'm a failure. Yeah, I think he took the loss in the last game. Yeah, he took the loss in like every game. As far as I was, it felt like every game was just him making that like sad dad face. Yeah, we've talked not about his that fault like, either. There's like an error, and then you know. You just knew you were going to see sad Bartolo Colon's like, oh, well, I'm too old to give a crap anymore. <laughs> I'm 44 or whatever he is. How old is he yeah, now? he's 42. 42. Ugh, he feels like he's 90. Yeah. But I got the home run. You got to give him credit. I honestly assumed after the World Series last year he was just going to retire. But I guess they're just going to keep paying you to do it. I guess, yeah. But how much money does this guy need? <laughs> I know. Maybe he's got a serious gambling problem. Oh, he probably does. I assume. What other reason do you come back at 42? <laughs> Because Yikes. you can, because you love playing the game. That's fair enough. Well, Brent, let's lay it out here. We got we got to talk about the NFL draft because uh, you know I went out of town, so we didn't get we didn't get back right after the draft was over. But the NFL draft happened, and then the uh, undrafted free agents have all signed, and now we're getting ready towards uh, uh, mini camps and mm-hmm. and OTAs and all that excitement. But we got to see how we did, Brent, in the draft. Did you I- see that the Chiefs picked up Kickalicious? No, they didn't. Yep. Uh, I'm a big fan of Havard Rugland. He's now their kicker officially. Yep. I want that. No. <laughs> Please let that happen. Yes, I want that. That would be great. Here's the deal. I have great respect for him. I mean, he must not be that great or somebody would have picked him up, right? I think People he's fine. always need a kicker. I think he's fine, but it's just if you take Rugland as a po- – you know what I'm saying? It's like when you take Rugland, you're taking a chance. And if you take a guy who's already been through the league once or twice but and ended up on just, his third team, you're not take, it's not seen it's like as as big a chance. Though. You, you put him through training camp, and if he wins the job, he can win the job. That's and then correct. you keep the other guy on retainer. That's what happens. When Rugland came in for the Lions, he was never given a real fair shot at winning that job. He was the better kicker the whole time. They ended up giving it to Freeze instead, and we all thought that was a mistake. In hindsight, it might have been a mistake. Although we ended up with Matt Prater now, and he's great. So who knows? Who knows anymore? Who knows? That's what I'm saying. But we got to talk about Game of Thrones. Ooh. Fit some episodes of Game of G-O-T. Thrones. Go down. Hey, uh, Brent, somebody's back on Game of Thrones. Nice. Is it um, Ned Stark? It is. Yes, <laughs> it is Ned Stark. <laughs> Oddly enough. Uh, we also have to talk about uh, Walking Dead Michonne, episode three. Mm-hmm. Wrapping it up, three episodes. Meh. It was pretty good. It was okay. We'll get there. But let's go ahead and talk a little NFL, because that's what we want to do after three seconds of Queen. The NFL draft has come and went, and we did not get all five picks like we got last year, Brent. But can we put asterisks all over this? This was the craziest draft we've ever seen. Oh yeah, well we got the first two picks. We got the first two picks. Absolutely, those are the most important. I would, I would say. And there are there are official media sources out there who follow this stuff who did not get the first two picks right. Correct. Now I will say that we both had uh, Miles Jack in our top five. Yes. Okay. If we we podcasted the day before, it was forty eight hours before the draft. We recorded. Mm-hmm. And the show came out the day before the draft. Right. And uh, uh, just w- wrapping it up really quick. So Jared Goff goes number one. Carson Wentz goes number two. We both got both of those right. Mm-hmm. I had Miles Jack going third to San Diego. Maybe a little bit of a stretch, but it felt right to me in that moment. And you had uh, Ramsey. Oh, yeah. I had Jalen Ramsey. You had Jalen Ramsey going third. And so, you know, both of us, you know, okay, there's good rationale for both. We find out Miles Jack has a microfracture surgery for his knee, might not play, might only have a four-year or five-year NFL career. Yeah. So he does not get to go in the first round. And that only came out right after our show. Right after our show. So we would not have had him in our top five. Not even close. 
Had that been the case, but had there that is. been the case, I would have picked uh, someone else at number three other than Jalen Ramsey. Well, Jalen Ramsey was a decent pick, at least. Yeah, you would have you would have had him there. <laughs> uh, Joey Bosa ends up going third overall. I had Joey Bosa going fourth to Dallas, and by all accounts, that's exactly who they were going to take. And the Chargers smoke screened everybody and didn't let anybody know that was their pick. Yeah. So it's like I, Joey Bosa fourth was the correct pick. Unless, unless you know, I don't know, something like Miles Jack has microfracture surgery and they go in a different direction. So I ended up getting hosed by two picks with that. Well, and the fourth pick. And you were going to go Ezekiel Elliott. You said Ezekiel uh, you, Elliott. But then you changed it. I Who changed did you went it. with? DeForest Buckner? DeForest Buckner. Which did not happen. Did not happen. Did not happen. And so they end up going Ezekiel Elliott like you said they were going to do. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So if these Miss Miles Jack thing doesn't happen, potentially... And who did I you am have four fourth? four. Joey Bosa going to and Dallas. And who fifth? And I had Laramie Tunsil going fifth. And okay. what happened to Laramie Tunsil right before the draft? We couldn't have known about. Uh, oh, his somebody hacked his Twitter, and you we know. think it was his stepfather, right? Because he's feuding with his stepfather. Yeah. And his stepfather, two days before the draft, sued him for defamation. So you already know what kind of a person we're dealing with here. He is suing what a twenty-one-year-old kid. I mean, keeping it real. Uh, who's about to become a millionaire because that kid said something mean on social media about him. That is the type of toxic individual you do not want anywhere near your life ever. Thankfully, in theory, he has enough money now. That man does not have to be a factor again. And it's different when it's family, but it's only a stepfather. Right. You can cut that guy out and still be okay. Not have dealings with the man anymore. He will just bring you down. But yeah, Laramie Tunsil does the uh, Darth Vader gas mask weed video. Which is, by the uh, way, the most incredible thing that's ever happened in the history of the NFL draft. Are we uh, correct? The, uh, oh, my gosh. I felt bad for him because literally the, the video was going out like just as the draft was starting. As it he, was starting. He didn't even know what was happening. Nope. You and know? in theory, Tunsil, they said, might go have gone fifth to the Jacksonville Jaguars or sixth to the Ravens had that video not come out. He would have dropped no further than sixth. So I feel so good about my five picks that I put out there. And um, and you had Jalen Ramsey going third. He ends up dropping to fifth. Yeah. Still, I mean, your thinking was dead on. Dead on. It was right uh, there. You just had the wrong guy. Oh, man. If I had just picked Elliot there, and then, yeah, I could have been really close. Uh, so both of us end up putting so, two for five on the board. Two for five, but DeForest Buckner got picked before Larry Tunsil, so I would say that I won. There you go. <laughs> sure. But you had Miles Jack going fifth. Yeah. Once again, would not be in your top five. No. If not for the surgery that came out after we were right. But I had him going fifth. Thanks. You had him going third. So yeah. I was closer than you since he went. <laughs> you what, went thirty second, fifth, something like that. He went to the Jaguars in the second round. Yikes. So you know what? You get partial credit. <laughs> sure. We both get partial credit. You were one off on Joey Bosa. I was a couple off on. You. We were pretty right there though. Yeah. None of our guys were. Uh... I mean, here's the deal. If given the information and we could have done our top five like right as the draft was starting. Uh, we probably would have gotten even more correct. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know what? I feel like it was a win, even though we both went two for five. I feel like we both did a very good job as prognostication goes. Right. Yeah. If we, anyone had known San Diego was going to take Bosa, then nobody. I would, then, I would, then I would have definitely taken Elliott at number four. Yep. And then you probably go Ramsey at five. At number five, which was the hundred percent correct way to go. Yeah. So, hey, man, and what a fun NFL draft, though. Like, seeing how far Tunsil drops, which was 13 oh, to Miami. It was fun for you, for a young man's future to be sullied. I'll be honest, yes. I got nothing for Le- – he's an SEC player. I got, he's the- Had it been a Michigan guy, I probably would have felt bad for him. But, I mean, he made the video. I mean, what do you think happened in this situation, right? If we think it was his stepfather, which Deion Sanders alleged at the draft, like, was that the most real conversation between two human beings you've yeah. ever seen on television? Yeah. So it's your father, right? Like, we already know it's your stepfather. I mean, come on. What do you think? And Tunsil's like, I, I, can't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think here's – can I just tell you what I think happened? Yeah. I think Tunsil left his laptop at home, which kept him logged into his social media, maybe even left his, like, phone at home, like, you know, because yeah. he didn't think anything was going to happen. Stepfather goes into the room, says, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going I'm, I'm to find some stuff. Finds this cell phone video, you know, gets his phone, gets his laptop, you know, whatever, connected device, and then, you know, he stays logged into all his social media accounts. Yeah. So he wasn't exactly hacked so much as he just left it laying around, and it's somebody who had a vengeance – you have to assume the guy who's suing him. <laughs> that's just such a weird thing. For petty reasons. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to get back at him, get back in his good graces so you can get some of his money is by suing him. Yeah. Suing him and trying to ruin his future. Thank you. Here's the worst part, though. He probably did him a favor. Yeah, but doesn't he also, like, 
cut his own throat by you know making him go f- like making him get less money. Yes, less money for him to extort out of him. There is a right? difference between a top five, top six pick and a top thirteen pick. Thank you. Big difference between the two. Yes, but here's the deal. I guess he's already assuming he's not seeing any of them. He's not a stable person, obviously. Mm-mm. Can we? I hope he, he hates horses. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't sue us. Yeah. <laughs> And the other good thing was Laramie Tunsil when the, uh, the the text message hit the Instagram of him receiving improper benefits. Oh, man. Did you – because I'm sure you saw the video and you people at home as well where uh, the, the, they, they said, hey, this popped up in your Instagram. Uh, did you did you receive – he's like, yeah, I, I received I improper. I would have to say yes. Yes, I had I did receive improper benefits while at Ole Miss. And immediately some handlers like, okay, Laramie, we got to get you off the stage. <laughs> Five seconds later after he admitted to doing it, the interview was literally done. Yeah. He was on a plane to Miami. Well, I don't know if you know, he saw he did an interview before that where he had said, oh, no, that didn't happen. And then later on, he saw the thing had come out, so then he just admitted it. You know what? Who cares? You can throw Old Miss under the but bus. the thing is... Doesn't that, matter. Isn't that something... I, I, was, I thought that that was the thing that they got in trouble for last year already. Somebody getting improper, so I don't... It's the I, SEC. I assume every player getting drafted in the first seven rounds all no, but, got improper benefits. But Ole Miss did, have a, did admit to some improper things last year, and I thought sure. that was maybe one of them, so I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But. At the end of the day, no, it's not a big deal. It looks really, really bad for everyone involved. Except, for Hugh Freeze. Except for, you know, Laramie Tunsil, yeah. who's now getting a professional football contract. All that dude has to do is... He seemed like a good guy, right? All things considered. Did not seem okay. like a bad dude. Yeah, based on nothing, yes. He yeah. seems like a good guy. Based I mean, on no information, based yeah. on us not meeting him and ever talking to him, yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. But based guy. on the interviews and the things that came I out afterwards. I always judge people on their appearances and, and two, yeah. two sound bites I hear. Yeah, that's how I judge everybody. That's why I'm voting for President Trump. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, thank you. I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, we're not voting for anybody right I'm now. Not. Red Paul. Because the primary Red is Paul. until June. Registering as an independent so I can vote Trump. Wow. Getting political here. He's the only one running, so it's safe. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, how do you feel like your team did in free agency? You now, you, or, or not free agency, the draft. Now, Kansas City Chiefs got one of the lower marks in the league, bottom five grade from the football experts I mean, I out there. I guess we'll see. I didn't, I wasn't, I, they filled the, the positions they needed to fill. They got a lot of, they got a couple offensive linemen, they got a couple defensive linemen, and they got. Where's uh, the sizzle, Brent? Where's the sizzle? Why didn't you have a sizzle draft like we did? Well, we, you know, here's the deal. When you make the playoffs, you get a low draft pick. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. 22? Huh? 28. 26? 28. There 28. we go. 28. We drafted 28. And uh, I heard that we were kind of trying to go up and get Carson Wentz, and we didn't. So then uh, we dropped back into the second round. So That's right, because you guys had a pick, and then you just traded away. Traded away. No first-round picks for no, you. No, thank you. None of these guys are good enough to be Chiefs. Wow. That's really saying something. That's saying that your roster is so good right now. Yep. An infusion of fresh talent only hurts you. Well, we need more. Wow. We can, wow. We can coach up those second and third rounders. We don't need those spoiled first rounders. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. You know what we don't need? You know talent. what happens when you reach don't in the first round? You know what happens when you reach in the first round? Johnny Manziel. That's what happens. Yee. Did you see the video of Johnny Manziel watching the first round of the draft at a bar? Hilarious. Now, what was was it the fact that he was at a bar watching the draft two years after he was drafted, or the fact that he was on his way to a Bieber show? Which one is more embarrassing? He's been to several Bieber shows. They show up on Instagram a lot together. Mm-hmm. That just shows you the class of individual Bieber likes that. So Bieber, Floyd Mayweather, Johnny Manziel, all hanging out together. Did you see Bieber's new tattoo? The cross under his eye? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he found the Lord. Yeah, he did. That's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> Don't want to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> so you feel like Kansas City did okay in this draft? You're not excited by it? I mean, like uh, you just feel like you're ready to go? To me, the one, the worst thing an NFL team can do is stand pat. you got to always be making moves. Stand pat. We made moves, and we ended up getting nine draft picks. So we got Nine draft of, picks. Yeah. Okay. You know, picked up a quarterback that could be our backup. The guy from Stanford, Kevin Hogan. Very excited. Kevin Hogan was actually the guy we were looking at getting. So I was yeah. kind of like bummed to see him go to the Chiefs. I'm like, oh, he's actually good. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. The Lions had the most boring draft I've ever seen in my life, and I could not be happier for it. Not loving the fact that we drafted a, a, a an Ohio State player in the first round with Taylor Decker. Yeah. Played the last two years, a four-year player at Ohio State, three-year starter, two years at the left tackle position that mm-hmm. we so desperately need. He might be good enough to play left tackle. He might be good enough to just play right tackle. Whatever. Six foot seven. Here we go. We, we get 
We get Ashawn Robinson in the second round, a guy who people were projecting as a mid-round, first-round pick fell to us in the second round. That's a great pick. At a position oh, of yeah. need, I am super excited about that. was one of the steals that. of the draft. I'm super pumped about uh, it. And the Chiefs got Chris Jones, who... Chris if, Jones? If they said la- if he stayed another year, it would have been a top-five pick next year. That's it. So, but they say that about Matt Barkley, too, and, and Cardale Jones. and that Quarterbacks are different. I think you can project <laughs> defensive tackles a little better. But uh, Cardale Jones, uh, he ended up going, what, fourth round? Fourth round to the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Of all the teams, I want to see what Rex Ryan can't do with him that's what i want to see yeah do they just like taking athletic guys that aren't great quarterbacks yeah i mean you know what i mean that they have to teach uh in theory cardale jones at his peak could be a ben roethlisberger type player at his worst he'll be out of the league faster than johnny menzel <laughs> depends what he does off the field i think more than anything else because he didn't come here to play school oh hey hey uh all right cool Chris Young just gave up two more home runs, so that's four in the game so far. So the Royals are not winning? No, F- four to one. This live scoring update to a four game to that one. will have already been done by the time you hear this. I'm just saying, did, what did I say one. before this game? I said Chris Young, fly ball pitcher, Yankee Stadium, we're going to lose 11 to four. You did predict an 11 to four game before <laughs> we went on the air. That is correct. It is four to one in the third inning here. I don't think that's, I don't, Brent, here's the deal. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, yeah, they're going to go way more than 11. The Royals can't score four runs. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about the Lions right there. We got some, you know, some uh, Graham Glasgow. You know, we drafted Jake Rudock out of qu- quarterback Michigan oh, what a waste, in the dude. sixth what round a pick. Waste. That's a waste. And the pick. Lions are one of four teams in the history of the NFL to ever draft a long snapper, and we got him in the sixth round, mm. which is one of the most bizarre picks. Even the guy himself said, "Wait, what? Somebody? Why? Why? Why did somebody draft me? That doesn't happen. What do you think about uh, who was it? Weird that, draft. Who was it that traded up for the kicker in the second round? They traded up for Robert Aguayo. It was Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay traded up in the second round to draft a kicker. They could have just waited. I think they were they moved up like nine picks or something. This they was, gave up a third round pick. I think for that. This was the attitude of the same. You know, I think their same deal there, maybe to a higher uh, stakes degree. The Lions drafted a a, a long snapper in the, the third. They had three picks in the sixth round, and they took a long snapper with the sixth. The third pick in the sixth mm-hmm. round. And the reason they did it is because they already have a long-time 10-year-plus long snapper, and nobody was going to draft this guy. They were interested in him. He was rated out of Baylor as the best long snapper. Okay, not a position of great power, but you know, you only notice him when you don't get him. Rated as the best long snapper in the draft, and they figured he wasn't going to come here as an undrafted free agent. We may as well spend the pick to get him. And somebody else might get tricky in the seventh round. We have three picks. Let's just do it. But the, I like this GM for the Lions. Yeah, I guess. I so, see the logic. As long as I can see the logic, I like the move. Now, whether or not I, the move pays off. you could have got him off, in the seventh round, though. But it, uh, Maybe. And if they don't, then oh well. Oh well, we don't get we a can long teach snap. someone else how to snap long. <laughs> or just use the 34-year-old professional Thank who you've you. got on your roster. Poor Don Muehlbach. This exciting long snapper talk here on Raisin Brent. <laughs> Well, then that's it for our exciting draft coverage. We'll that was right. exciting. It was exciting. Uh, long snappers and kicker talk. Mm. People crave. I forgot. Remind me to tell you a story during the break. I will do that. Okay, we'll be right back after three seconds. Uh, we're going to do Game of Thrones. After three seconds of the Bee Gees. Like, when Game of Thrones is not on the air, I forget how great it is. Yeah. And somebody, as one of our one of our friends of the show uh, uh, said on his Facebook, it's been three episodes and, like, nothing's happened this season so far. And I'm like, what the bleep are you, you're trolling, right? No, he's correct. Nothing nothing's, has happened. Nothing's happened. Jon Snow came back to life. Jon Snow came back to life and murdered four people. Well, now. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, but all the things that are happening are, like... It's set up. It's all set up. It's all set up. And, That's fine. And there's not actual fighting. It's just, oh. um, The flashback between Ned Stark and the double swordsman was oh, the, not good enough for you? The flashback when we already should know what's going to happen since it happened in the past? Now, was that Jamie Lannister who stabbed him from behind? That's what I have to go back and watch. Me and my wife and I watched it. She's like, that's Jamie. That's the same actor who played it. I just, I could not make it out. He looked like it might be the same actor CGI to look younger. I just don't know. He looked a lot like Jamie Lannister, though, but I don't think they really dwelled on that point a yeah. whole heck of a lot. Maybe they said it. I, I didn't hear it, though. Right. 
But so, okay. So to re remount the board, Jon Snow's come back to life mm-hmm. and he's pissed. He comes back. He kills the four. He kills little Ollie. He hangs him. He kills, um, he kills the boss of the, uh, of, uh, uh the, the keep just everybody who traded him. Now, why was only four people Were a couple people killed like beforehand by like the giant, the ogre and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because he got stabbed more than four times, but he only killed four people, and for a second that threw me for a loop. So Jon Snow's back. Yes, I, I, I just said that. I mean, I have friends that have been saying that nothing happened on the show, and that's just not true. Jon Snow came back, he was naked, and then hung four people. That is literally what I just kind of said. Well, I think it sounded better when I said it. Why don't you edit out yours, and then just put, leave mine in. You want me to go back in time, and edit, then, edit myself out, so that way you're set. But leave then, this part here where I said edit, that I said it first. Well, then edit that, edit that part out, too. And that way you just said, and what I'm saying right now. What if I just leave all of it? I'm okay with that. Okay, let's do that. So, But uh, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like nothing's happening? Like we have the Sand Snakes down in uh, Dorne, and they, they've taken over the um, whole thing? I don't feel like that, but... You got the king in King's Landing is all of a sudden becoming a man. I feel and like he's starting to take control. The big, the big plot lines are not being resolved yet. There's, you know, there's all these people like puffing their chests out, but not really doing anything yet. I mean, and the people that are getting killed are just like, oh, uh, you were going to die, a anyway. newborn baby and an old man and a and Ramsey Bolton sicked a dog at a fat woman and her baby, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Um, I'm a huge Ramsey Bolton fan, just for the record. Yeah, you are. Jeez. He reminds me a lot of myself. Is that why you started making flayed? Uh, you started eating that Chick Fil A. Yeah, is that why Chick Fil A? <laughs> I got super churchy, and I love Ramsey Bolton, so it was the only place for me to eat anymore. I support Ramsey Bolton. Eat at Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Oh my goodness! Inspirational. That's all I have to say Thank about you. him. <laughs> I think I think it's going great. I think we're setting the board. It's been three episodes. There's going to be ten, as we know. I mean, we assume, right? And we were three episodes in. Stuff is happening. Lots of stuff is happening. Like, moves are being made. Arya Stark, in our least favorite storyline, is now becoming an actual assassin. Mm-hmm. She got her sight back. Yeah. She is literally no one. We've made uh, 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 Man, allusions to the hound coming she, back. She, she figured out what to say three times when they asked her. Good Ooh. job. Ooh. To be fair, though, we have to assume that she was out there having a rough time for a while before they finally, like, broke through. I mean, Right. We think it was like two days, yeah. and she's like, oh, here you go. I give her more credit than that. <laughs> I uh, don't. Uh, Brienne of Tarth and Sansa Stark now. I mean, we don't know what's where they're yeah, going. They're going, getting up to, it on. they're going up to Castle Black to see Jon Snow. Oh. But then Jon Snow came back, and because didn't, don't they say your Night's Watch uh, 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 ends when you die? Mm-hmm. So he's out. <laughs> yeah. I died. Boy, watch is ended. Uh, I love that, because as soon as he hands him the cloak, I'm like, oh, he's quitting. Because he's de- he died. He's cool. You followed the rules. I followed the rules. I died. They brought me back. Uh, technicality. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Just going back to my castle. Oh. 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 So, so where do we think this is all headed, I guess? There's going to be a big thing at King's Landing, a big dust-up between the Lannisters and the High Sparrow, obviously, right? Yeah. Unless he can manipulate the king to kind of like letting him hang around for a while. For, I can't wait for the... Jonathan Price. To Jonathan get Price it. to get his butt kicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Jonathan Price, but here's the deal: you can't give any power to a Bond villain. <laughs> no, you can't. That get... is when your problems start. If Christopher Walken was there, you don't give him any power. You remember he was in Glengarry Glen Ross. Sure, he was. He was like the guy that tried to uh, have to cancel. Uh, why? Why? Why do you need to cancel? I don't know well, it sounded like Schwarzenegger. That was not really so. good. It was Pacino. I got it. Hooah! Don't cancel. Hooah! Glen Gary leads. We got the Glen Gary leads. <laughs> it was just like what happened in that scene Jonathan, with him and the king. And then Jonathan Price is like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't have any power. I don't know how to do this. I, like he was just super weak. Yeah. He's just like, hey, the church and the crown are equals. He was basically saying, no, I'm talking about Glen Gary. Glen oh, I'm talking about the Game of Thrones, which we're, what we're talking about yeah. right now. <laughs> And I like the part where he's, he basically told the king, King, come here, sit down with me. We're mm-hmm. basically the same. We're both kings of the same status. And, and I'm like, says, you don't even have shoes on. You know, How dare t- you? And he says, you know what it takes to be the high sparrow? It takes brass balls. <laughs> that is not what he said at all. He said, he said, you know, you become king, and then you win a gold watch. 
If you're not second place king, you get a set of steak knives. Yeah. I, third place king, you're dead. Third place is you're fired. You're fired. Then we kill you. You're literally fired Thank out of you. a cannon. That's how we do it. Um, so I, I, I'm absolutely loving this season of Game of Thrones so far. I like it. It's Every just, single scene has been great. It's been even great. The, even I the just, stuff I don't care I about, I like. Use some more fighting. Like all the fighting's been like, oh. People just taken by a surprise and they die immediately. It's been one-sided fights. It's been like world's most one-sided bum fights on Game of Thrones. You've Thank got you. the mountain when that guy was peeing against the wall. The guy who was talking about banging mm. Cersei Lannister. The mountain right. one shot. Pah! That was awesome, oh, though. Yeah, that was. I awesome. loved it. Or the giant walking in and just grabbing the dude by the leg and <laughs> whipping him against the wall. <laughs> that was. Great. Did that remind you of Skyrim? A little bit. <laughs> when you're yeah. like level two and you try, you see the giant and you're like, yeah. I, I, the game won't be that punishing. Yeah, yeah. You attack the giant and he one shots you with his club. Yeah, it's exactly what I felt like in that moment right there. Mm. And uh, the guy throwing the old guy off the bridge. Yeah, like these are all very one sided fights, and I love them all. Yeah. Uh, let me just say right now, Ollie did not put up a fight against that rope. He did not. He didn't even have any last words. How about everybody else had pretty awesome last words in the moment? You got a feel for who these people were mm-hmm. deep down. Like, honestly, in their last moment, then Ollie's just like, Meh. That's what I love Meh. about Game of Thrones, though, is that, you know, it would have been real easy to be like, he's just a boy. Cut him down. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. No, thank you. Can't have this guy did coming you th- back. Did you think Ollie was going to spit on him? I, honestly, I did. I honestly felt that way. Yeah. We looked at each other and be like, he's going to spit on him, isn't he? No. He's just, you know what, Ollie? Bleep you. I'm glad you're dead. He's like that, I want my $2. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. You made a choice, Ollie. And you know what? That choice was wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ollie. You know, the world's bigger than what you thought it was. Uh, here's the deal, Ollie. Ollie, Ollie, oxen free your Look, neck. Ollie, don't let anyone put you in a box, except after you're dead. They'll definitely put you in one now. Uh, well, they'll probably burn him. They'll probably burn you. They won't even put they you in a box. They don't want you coming back as a White Walker, uh, yeah. Ollie. That's right. Jerk. I hate that kid. That kid, because that's the same kid who shot the arrow that killed Jon Snow's wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bleep that guy. Yeah. Like, for reals. And he was like, wink. Got her. Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Freaking Ollie. <laughs> Can't stand him. That's why he had to kill him. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he had to. He wasn't going to cut him down after one and then two, and then he's the the heart stab. Mm-hmm. He was the one who literally killed him. Yeah, Ollie D. So I don't know. I'm digging every single part of it. Well, I, I like it. I'm loving it's it. Just, I'm, where know. we're going, I think we're gonna have a big showdown between the Lannisters and the High Sparrow. Happens at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. There's Obvo going to be something in the north. Ramsay Bolton is going to come across like he's in Winterfell right now. Uh, the the Starks are coming back, right? Mm-hmm. I have to assume led by w- Jon Snow leading wildlings to take back his castle and, and regain, like, become the new Lord Stark. Yeah. I assume with Sansa backing him up uh, with Brienne of Tarth helping, that's going to be happening. Uh, the White Walkers are going to start pounding sooner rather than later on the front door of Castle Black. And and then down in Dorne, like, the Lannisters are fighting on two fronts because they've got the High Sparrow and they've got the, the rest of the, the Kingsmen uh, holding that secret council meeting. They don't even want them there at. You can't yeah, make us stay. Here's the deal. Is Khaleesi ever going to get? No. She's, it's been five seasons, six seasons. She's never going to get to uh, a, across the river. She's going to show up and everyone's just dead. Oh, I guess I'm the queen because everyone's dead. Didn't even mention Daenerys Targaryen's been put in a nunnery. Mm-hmm. Where now she's got to try to escape from that, where no one respects her at all. Thank you. Uh, until Tyrion releases those two dragons. Uh, when that happens, I'd yeah, like to believe they're the, going to find her. In the previews her. for next week, they talked about, they showed people like kind of going in and trying to get her, I think. so uh, We have to assume that's going to happen. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm digging it so far. Uh, now, the second question, are we going to talk about Preacher on the show? Yeah, why not? Are we going to pick that up? Because that's going to start in about two weeks. We'll have like split segments for like a month. We're both uh, fans of the graphic novel. Uh, For those of you guys at home who maybe don't know about Preacher. I got you into it. I got you into (laughs) it. You did not uh, get me into it. I got you into it, you turd. I mean, I I even let you read my first editions. Oh, my God. Before I sold them on eBay for a pretty penny. Uh, Brent, you are literally flipping it around. I'm the one with the first. Oh, wait, that's Walking Dead. I I do have Preachers 1 through 4, though. I know. Thank you for purchasing them from me. 
I that is not what happened I at all. I pillaged you on eBay. I read Preacher twenty years ago. Don't you if even you try? If you had known if was if I had known it was you buying it, I would have charged you more. Absolutely, double if not triple. Yes, uh, but I'm scared to death about this Preacher series. Like I am, I love in the comic. I went back and actually started rereading it again. And let mm-hmm. me just say, a lot. Some of the parts do not hold up at all. No, there is a lot of. So I'll just put well, it out there. When I, a lot I of read very... them, I read them just a couple years ago. How long did they come out? Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, I read them just like. What, maybe two, three years ago? Correct. Uh, and some of the parts that already did not hold up. There's a lot of very like anti-gay stuff. Can I just say that right now? Yes. Where we were yes. at in the 90s were we, we, we accepted gay people. This is we. This is a royal we. We as a, a, no, but a, a zeitgeist. Don't me in that, though. No. Yeah. But the way, the way the zeitgeist works, and I mean, President Obama, for gosh sake, would have been in this boat, too, which is, you know, we, you, you accept- From Kenya? Yeah, from Kenya. We we you know the uh, gay folks were like tolerated in society, but they were not really seen as equals. They were kind of made fun of. Nowadays, we are in a different place. The year is 2016 as we record this, and gay marriage is the law of the land. I mean, we've come a long way as far as these social issues have come, uh, and correctly so. I mean, heck, sure, absolutely. But preacher comes from this previous era. It's sort of like a little bit like when you watch those cartoons well, from it the takes 1940s. Place in the deep and they're, South, they're I mean, super there racist. Are, there are still some sentiment like that in the deep south but the the scene i'm talking about was in new york city <laughs> oh yeah uh with the cop who you know he's he's secretly gay so he must be into really freaky stuff he okay. can't just be like a gay dude god bless it all. i'm getting way off topic my point is preacher there's like a, a lot of it holds up really strongly and i'm hoping they focus on that i assume they're not going to do the stuff that doesn't hold up but how do you do it at all Based on what we've seen in trailers, I'm nervous they're going to go so far off the reservation, if you will, that right. it's not even going to resemble the the thing I actually liked. Yeah, and I don't have a problem if they want to find their own way, do their own thing. But kind of in order to do it, it's got to be super blasphemous. It's got to be super violent, aggressive, and and dare I say, sexual. If they're going to do it right, I trust AMC. This is scaring me a little bit. Yeah, I trust AMC, but based on the previews, it's, I don't know. I know. Well, we're going to take a look. We're going to do. We're going to vow to do it for this whole season, right? Yep. First season at least. Yeah. There it is. Okay, guys. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk about Michonne episode three, the video game. After three seconds of Pearl Jam. Walking Dead Michonne, Episode 3, a fitting end to a game that existed. It's something that happened that we did, that we played. <laughs> we did it for the show. We committed to doing it all the way through. It was all right. It's just, you know. The first episode I found to be massively disappointing. The second one, less so. And the third one, again, less so. Yeah. It seemed like they were really just like they ran out of stuff to do. So it was just like, let's have Michonne have like 92 flashbacks over the course of a one-hour story game. It was fun. Parts of it were fun, but it was no... Blues. How could it be? And, and boolets. That's good harmony right there. Was it? No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. <laughs> You'll do better next time. I don't think either one of those words were correct. Good or harmony. <laughs> um, yeah, blues and bullets is in a class by itself. So we are committing to doing every blues and bullets that comes oh, out till the end yes. of time, I hope. Yes. Uh, but Michonne episode three. So when we last left it, she uh, in my version, she had killed Randall, the brother uh, of Norma, who, you know, they had just destroyed their boat village and escaped to a mansion. Randall murdered the father, the patriarch of the mansion they were staying at. And so did you kill Randall in yours? I did not. You did not. So, okay, so we have slight story differences here. I hit him in the face with a wrench, and he turned into a zombie. Wow. <laughs> we still had to do the exchange anyway. So, well, you know what? Just put a bag on his head. Norma showed up with a whole bunch of people, and we actually had a nice little, like, uh, uh, everybody gets armed. Everybody hears some boules, if you will. Bullets. And uh, we met Norma right outside. Oh, boy. And we had a big exchange that I got basically every single possible person killed that I could get killed. Bad job, me. Brent, I've learned through Walking Dead Michonne Episode 3, if there is a hostage situation, Mm -hmm. do not let me be the negotiator. I have proven time and time again it will be a failure. Right. Uh, I did better at negotiating than you did, but... Who did uh, you save? I don't remember. I played it like a month ago, you know. Oops. Yeah. Who, so who, who did you save? Well, there, there were three people. There was the captain, and then there was the uh, the two crew members, one of which is your friend. 
that the uh, normal crew had, and then you had Randall. I assume he was still alive when you had him. Yeah, I think I saved everybody uh, at that time, and then people got killed in the fracas that followed. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. see, for me, uh, I was just like, I'm not showing you Randall until you show me my friends. Mm -hmm. So she brings up my friends, and she goes, okay, let's do the exchange. I go, no. First things first, you have to give me one of my people before I even do anything. That's how we're going to start the negotiation. Right. And then one of Norma's people freaked out and shot one of the guys in the head. Yeah. <laughs> one of the hostages. And Norma's like, uh, uh. And my sniper in the roof took a shot and killed the woman who shot him. Oh. And Norma was like. No, no, I did that too. Yeah, and, you're right. That did happen for me too. One and then Norma was like, okay, we're panicked, even. We're one even. person panicked shot. Then I had my sniper. And I'm like, you better make it. And then I was, so, I was sort of like, okay, now you're still going to give us but our two friends. the sniper didn't kill my person. It just, like, grazed them, I thought. No, no, the sniper killed. Uh, I was. They kept saying we want the sniper to take the shot on Norma. And I'm like, no, let's see where this goes. No, I had them take the shot on Norma. No. I did. I did not but have But it didn't kill Norma. But they killed one of Norma's people. And yeah. Norma's like, okay, we're still good. One apiece. We're even. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and I just kept pushing. I'm, I, I kind of pushed a little bit too far. I said, give me one of the people. And Norma's like, no. And I go, here's Randall. And I shot him in the leg, but he's a zombie. And so Norma freaked out and shot the second person <laughs> in the head and said, I'm not effing around here. And so I ended up saving one person, and I shoved zombie Randall <laughs> at, his, at his sister. And then it went downhill from there as there was a huge battle. Now, did you save Norma? Uh, I'm assuming Norma got killed in yours, too. Did you save her from the zombies? Or by that, I mean, did you shoot her so the zombies didn't eat her? Or did you just let the zombies eat her? I shot her. I let the zombies eat her. I say, yeah. Norma, you're a bad person. We could have avoided all of this. Yeah. Eh, nothing good happens. You deserve it. Bye-bye. Yeah, she deserved that, but, you know. And then we get to the final big decision at the end. Did you hug your children that weren't real? Hug my fake children in the that burning real. in the burning building while people were trying to I help did. you escape. You did the same thing. Didn't I you? did the same thing because I was like, "Well, they can't kill Michonne. She clearly is in the show still." Yeah, and I didn't think, "Oh, maybe this action we get somebody else killed." It did, and it did. Oops, maybe the nicest person who was still left there. She dead. wasn't that nice. She was relatively nice, I guess, but she was mean at the beginning. She was, but she got nicer. And then she died. She fell through the floor and gets burned alive. Oops. And then Michonne said she's going to go back. And then Michonne said, I'm going to go back and join Rick and the gang because, you know, it's it's the end of this right here. And uh, we got to get back to the show. Yep. Uh, so what are your final verdict right here? Not a lot to say about this episode because, I mean, only so yeah, much happened. I gave it like a B. It was fine. I could use more. I, I should have known it being a telltale game what it was going to be. but You know what it's going to be. I just I, figured it would be more story. I thought there would be more like, you know swashbuckling swashbuckling you know more samurai swords i would say the fight scene in three where they storm the compound the zombies around was at least compelling it was was at least interesting i enjoyed that just way too many flashbacks to her and her kids that i didn't really care about anyway i don't care about that like you know she's having an emotional journey but i feel like that journey didn't need as many flashbacks as it took to happen right literally the the issue with this game is like uh, the michonne i know like doesn't really talk about this at all and maybe she's because she buried her demons here. But at the same time, like, uh, she's a schizophrenic in this. Right. It's like she is a psychopath going through it. Because every time she, it seems like literally, literally every time she turns around, she's seeing ghost children. Yeah. That's not healthy. That is not the sign of a, of a, of a, of a, of a good brain. Yeah. And Michonne is not that person anywhere before or after on The Walking Dead show. So it's like. They're adding in the side story that's super, super important to her, but why wasn't it really that important before or after? She didn't mention it in the show. You know, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's like, it's like the wrong take on Michonne to me. And maybe that's where my big, and, and I don't know how much of this, did any of this happen in the comic books? Is this like a thing? You read the comics, um, I didn't. I don't think this is a thing from the comics. I mean, this is a, she's missing from the comics for a while but you know i'm in the part where she's missing oh so okay i don't know where she, when she comes back they, is she gonna be like oh i hugged my ghost children and it got a girl killed probably there's a there's a there's a title that's called post hugging ghost children oh well so that makes sense she then. probably did it in the one before that and then she came back so when you get there let me know okay that's first so i give it a c i found it this is the most underwhelming telltale game since walk i mean uh, uh since they, they they reinvented themselves with the first walking dead season uh, uh, I mean, I enjoyed Minecraft Story Mode uh, more than I enjoyed this. Hmm. I found that game to be charming, yeah, and fun. And uh, and I, you know, I, I haven't just, played that yet. Uh, I liked it. Maybe yeah. I'll bust into. I it. would say five bucks for the first episode. See if you like it. Are there a bunch of episodes? There's five episodes. Oh wow! Okay. And I'm 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 on episode three right now. Okay. And I found the first episode charming, and the second one a little more, bit more tedious. So I 
would say that I would give it maybe a C plus, maybe B minus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just the games weren't very long, like no. an hour, ten minutes each one at most. Yeah, very few decisions that actually felt important. I did like that. You know, there was a consequence at the end. <laughs> the people, yes, and, and that negotiation. There were people that could and would die. But in Telltale games, like we're used to more of that. Right. Give me more of that. Yeah. I mean, make me feel like I'm making decisions. Even in the case of Borderlands, I'm not even making any decisions, but I feel like I am. Right. The same stuff is going to keep happening over and over again, but I, I don't know. Uh, a Telltale, it feels like you rushed this one. It, it, it felt a little bit like we didn't need it. Uh, I hope the Batman game when it comes out, because they're working on a, a, a cartoon Batman game Telltale for Telltale. Batman? Telltale Batman right now, which uh, that's promising. Wow. I would be into that. Wow. And a, another Game of Thrones season, please, because Game of Thrones wow. was awesome, even though I, I messed it up royally. Wow. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. That's my really bad Owen Wilson. Oh, that was fantastic. Wow. Except not at all. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Frankenstein. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. So uh, I know this won't affect you that much, but I'm big into League of Legends, <laughs> you know, and uh, yes, I know you've played it like once or something. And I've actually in the competitive scene in League of Legends. Nobody believes uh, any of this. I saw. Why wouldn't they believe it? Did you see that Riot Games kicked uh, Renegades, Team Impulse and Team Dragon Knights from the NALCS and the NACS? And why did they do that? Well, they were cheating. They're they- breaking the competitive uh what did they do to cheat? Now you've actually piqued my curiosity, because unlike you, I actually am a League of Legends player. What are you talking about? They knowingly violated the competitive ban against Chris Badawi, misrepresented their relationship with TDK, and compromised player welfare and safety. So, I don't really know much about that story at all. What, why is that player off limits? Why is that dude off limits? I don't know, but I think it's funny that your nerd game, like there's a big article on... On ESPN? On ESPN. Yeah, ESPN that. is getting behind League of Legends, man. I'm t- the League of Legends, if you guys don't know... It's a MOBA game, uh, which I don't even know what that stands for, but it's basically a 5v5 uh, team event, uh, and every, there are five different positions. You play as a, one of 130 different characters, each with different powers, and there's so much depth and complexity to it, it boggles the mind. No, no human being could possibly take it all in. Uh, I find it absolutely compelling and wonderful, even though the community of it is the most toxic, angry Terrible group of people I've ever I've ever been associated with in my entire life. So it goes. The game itself is good and fun, and they sell out Madison Square Garden, Staples Center, all of these things for their professional scene, which is international. So basically, the, these guys are all getting like kicked out of the league, and there's so there's three like teams three whole teams getting kicked for out. Sale. That's up. a lot because there's only like eight or ten teams, I think. Three teams up for sale. Oh, okay, so you can buy them now. And these well, teams got fined like twenty thousand dollars for like we, mistreating, supposedly mistreating their. What do you think, Brent? We put our podcast money together and buy one of these League of Legends teams. We got this. We'll call them Raisin Brent, the League of Legends team. What do you Raisin think? Raisin Brents with a Z. Oh, I like it. Yeah. In. Just add all Z's. Any S sound or Z sound, we add a Z. Yeah. Raisin Brents. Raise ends Brents. Brents. Yes. Three Z's. Yes. And put a Z at the front, too. Zraisinsbrins. Mm-hmm. Did I just have a stroke? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it might have just happened. Oh, my God. Uh, well, that's very exciting. Maybe you're, uh, maybe you're you know, in Quantum Break and we're having a stutter right now. Uh, that would be very likely. When are you going to finish Quantum Break? I have every achievement on Quantum Break now. That's pretty exciting. Kind of. It was... That was kind of a cool game. You're playing it right now. You're going to finish it at some point. I am going to finish it at some point. Yeah. I'm actually now that you mentioned, I've been diving. I've been playing a lot of League of Legends lately, which isn't anything to really talk about on the air. But uh, you know what happens if you guys are on there. Uh, hit us up at the uh, Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Raybrand Podcast, and uh, we'll connect on League of Legends. And I'll play with you, and I'll tell you you're bad, even though you're probably better than me. I uh, probably not. That's probably true that I'm not good at it because I haven't played it ever. Oh, I mean any listener of this show. Oh, any listener of the show. Oh, yeah. I play with them. Tell them they're bad, even though they're probably better than me. Oh, that's. That's likely, yeah, likely, it's likely. Yeah. But I will. You know what? I'm going to get through Quantum Break. Uh, maybe we can find a new story game, something to talk about on future weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's coming out very, very soon, Brent? Fallout 4 DLC, Lost Harbor. Oh, yeah. Well, did you beat the Comes last? Comes out one week. Did you beat the last DLC? Is there anything to beat? There's no story. Did you have all the achievements? No, I there was. I didn't even like it. So no, no. So no. There's I no see. story though. So who cares? What about the Chivos? I'll go back and I'll get the Chivos. Uh, the Chivos for Lost Harbor are up already. They are. They, they went well, up last week. I, you know, the, I, I found it. Look, you didn't like it, but there's some cool stuff to do because look, 
you know that that whole uh, what was it called? Um, what was the, the last the cage fighting? Cage fighting one. The yeah, wasteland workshop. Wasteland is workshop. What it was called. So you build all these cages. You know, and then you put set the things, and then you, you lure, you know, it lures things into the cages. That is and then correct. you can make them fight for you. That is correct. It also, if you, you can set up this uh, beacon that makes them tame. Yes. So you can have a death claw the... kind of tame around your I had face. a pet uh, death claw. It's kind of cool. Uh, but I also did it like where I, one time I saved it. I had the death claw that was a pet, and then I saved it, and then I turned off the beacon, and the death claw went up to like all the other eight animals I had, and just like one, one hit. One shot them? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> It's just like claw, oh, dead. You know, the fun thing that people do in Fallout is they make a cage fight between that really negative chick at Sanctuary, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Long, uh, Marcy Long, Marcy Long, and a Deathclaw. Yeah. Because Marcy Long is one of the myriad of characters in the game who cannot be killed. Mm-hmm. She can only be knocked down. So if you put her in a pit with a Deathclaw and make right. them fight, she will get her butt kicked repeatedly. And eventually win. And eventually win. Yeah. Because she, uh, uh, she'll keep standing up and getting one hit at a time. It'll take a while. Yeah. I might need to set that fight up. I might have to do that. But anyways, guys, that's it for another edition of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, this is some contact information. you got, as I said before, Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. This is up on Twitter at Ray Brent Podcast. Or you could even email the show, Ray Brent Podcast at gmail.com. We have people we want to thank this week, Brent. Got to thank Dino. Got to thank David Knoll, our intrepid producer. We want to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. We want to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang, the fantastic group. I'd like to thank Jeremy Buck, but not the Bang. I like the bang, too. Do you think you get more bang for your buck with that band or a buck for your bang? Or is it equal? Equal buck and bang. We also want to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. JordanMonsell.com. Monsell art. That's you right. get a lot of bang for your buck with Mon- Jordan Monsell. You know what? You really do. Go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook, uh, JordanMonsell.com. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, the guys that created Fireworks. Because, you know, there's nowhere yeah? that you get more bang for your buck them with fireworks and you know who knows that better than anybody chinese people because they invented firecrackers i was gonna say jason pierre paul wow he got more bang than he was expecting for his buck good night everybody see ya you're gonna have to drag me out in chains you're gonna have to drag me out in chains You wanted, and then you run and you fly.